On today's episode of Web3 Made Easy, a lot of discussion around some major news catalysts in this space. BlackRock, potentially ETF dates, many speculating that won't happen until next year. But Grayscale beat the SEC in regards to their own ETF case, allowing some choice words to be used by the judge that signified bullish use cases across the entire crypto ecosystem. In addition to this, we discussed X and what it means for them to acquire a money transmitter license and the ability to hold, send, and transact Bitcoin all within the application. A lot of macro conversation throughout the episode discussing where the market's going to go from here, how people feel with interest rates, and other key macro catalysts. If you want to tune into the episodes live Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday to Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, at Easy Eats Bodega on Twitter. And shout out to the title sponsor of all the content, HelloMoon.io. Giving us data, giving us analytics, helping us navigate the entirety of the Solana space, all completely for free. But let's dive into the episode. What is going on, Web3 ecosystem? We are back again for another episode of Web3 Made Easy. Talking about what we're buying, what we're selling, where we're making money, where we're losing money, and everything in between and after a fully quiet day yesterday, a quiet day Friday. We got a boatload of news. We got Grayscale beating the SEC. I know, I know. My record's 0-1, but the SEC's 0-2, getting beat by Barry Silbert and XRP. So how does that feel? On top of that, looks like the DOJ in the SEC have filed a seal of motion to protect its current DOJ inquiry into Binance, which may spell some trouble in paradise over for the Binance bros and what's going on there. It's 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 been kind of chaotic, I will say. It's been uh it's been an electric day. It's probably all that we're gonna talk about is the news around the grayscale winner, what this actually means for Bitcoin ETFs, the release of those, the God candle sending that occurred on cryptocurrency. Maybe we'll dive into a little bit of NFT talk. The JPEGs need some life and some love here, but we'll certainly cover some of that, I'm sure. So we got a lot to talk about, a lot to cover, a lot of opinions, a lot of takes, a lot of thoughts on what it actually means for the entire ecosystem as a whole with this news. So let's just get right into it. Shout out to title sponsor of all the content, HelloMoon.io, giving us data, giving us analytics, helping us navigate the entirety of the Solana space all completely for free. And as we take a look at the analytics right now, we're down about 5.5% on 24-hour volume, doing 760K salami volume. Tensor at 50% of market share, Magic Eden at 37%. Magic Eden may have launched CNFT support. I saw some Tensorians listed on Magic Eden today. Very curious what's going down over there. Buyers down 2.3%. Magic Eden holding the market share of buyers at 55% and the market share of sellers, which is 6.34K and 53%. Unique wallets up. 4%, 10.6. First-time wallets back above 1K, sitting at 45%. Usually happens on high volatility days like we saw today, where everything is just absolutely cruising on price action-wise. Of course, when crypto pumps, the JPEGs get punched in the face. That's for sure, and we're seeing some volatility across the board. Migos at 5.97. Klanos are up nicely to 38. Mad Lads at 52. Tensorians at 15. Degen Fat Cats at 13. Orangutans at 18. Soul Casino at 68. Photo Finish Horses at 27. SMB Gen 2 at 80. Bodagos 4.44. GCAN Artifacts 2.27. GCAN Revealed 2.6. Klanosaurus Call of Saga 20.11. Canpie Pandas back above mint price at the moment, right around 72. SMB Gen 3 8.83. Tensorian Shards 1.36. And Banks up to 9.29. One hour trend in chart on the open seas. Looks like they got a mint going on right now. Dreamcatcher's Quest by Zwist. 
on-chain summer base drop. Looks like they're now promoting that as well on open seas. Rainbow World, 0.03. No idea what the hell that is. Opepin Edition, 0.52. Shout out, Jack Butcher. Mew and Yacht Club, 5.3. ENSs, somehow there's got to have been a sale over there because they got some volume, I guess. Cubs, 0.21 in anticipation of Yoga Pets. Champions Arena, 0.06. And Clone X to round out the top trending one-hour chart. On the east side of things, Little volatile, little mix of green and red over here. Board apes up to 26.5. Mutant apes up to 5.25. D gods 4.3. Maladies under four. Pudgies 3.98. Azuki 4.45. Captains back under four. Opepin, we mentioned. Nouns at 34. Lucy by Sam Spratt 6.6. CryptoPunks 48. QQL mint pass 6.75. And of course, Clone X 1.29. So let's dive right into it. Bunny, Frisk, and Tick. How are we living today? Why Tick? There's no Manny. Okay. I come not shrimp. Does not, no, shrimp doesn't mad? have one one utility. Okay. Uh, yeah, dude, Gensler's taking so yeah, many. Yeah, bro, L's, no one bro. can say shit to me. Gensler got a worse record than I do. <laughs> well, up until Basel. I don't think there's. I don't think he's got yeah, going yeah, anything. Yep, yep. He got the ETFs that he's fighting against, so he could go 0 and 3. And what happens if Binance wins? Then he's 0 and 4. Yeah, see, I love how the conversation around. If, if, if the conversations are. Is the. Is the SEC going to lose? Like, we know you're going to lose again, right? There's no, 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 no. conversation around no, you no, winning. No, it's just no, like, nope, yeah. nope. I'm one to know. I'm one to know. Okay. Whatever helps. I sleep, sleep great. Man. I sleep great. I woke up at 4 30. Uh, couldn't go back to bed. So clearly I'm sleeping well. Did you have yeah, a bad dream? Hey, Fred. Oh, uh, hey, Bunny. How's your day? Not bad, dude. Not bad. You, you, have you been buying any shit coins lately? I feel like, I don't know, whenever SG, you're buying baby, shit. Me yeah, buddy, printing. The tech, dude, dude, the tech on, on shares, Graham, is, it's my it, it took a pretty it's big hit just recently. That's why I was going to ask you guys about it. It's down at, uh, it, it hit almost a dollar. Actually, I think it did hit a, just slightly above a dollar. Now we're back to 53 cents. Oh, so, I haven't looked at the chart. Wait, yes. wait, wait, where back? Like you're in it? No, 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 I'm not in it. I oh, I, I, sh- I, I, wish I had got in, nope, but I nope, didn't. Nope, nope, yeah. nope, 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 Dude, nope, the only nope, reason nope, the market nope, tanked nope. is because I went back to bed this morning. <laughs> that was God. it. Thank I know. And then, like, sorry, the market pumped because I went back to bed because I was I was wanting to open like a shorter along, but I don't know yet. Um, I definitely am interested in maybe making some trades. Oh, here. dude, chair strap took a big dump. God yeah, damn it. Yeah, you guys didn't. Okay, wow, I'm telling you guys this. That's funny. Yeah, it wasn't me. I didn't Did buy, buy, I swear. No, I didn't buy. I didn't buy. Dude, this is. I made it. I, I swear to God, I didn't even bet on the game. That's how much like I I'm convinced. You should have bet on this red guy, dude. You think that would have worked? Absolutely, do dude. What? No. Okay. No. Okay, we can try. Dude, wow, bunny's like, at- an ankle in the second play. <laughs> oh my God, that's so fucking foul. You still would have lost. Shut up. Shut up and go smoke your car- your your camel crushes or whatever the fuck it is. Anyway, uh, it, shares gram does look interesting. I don't know if I'm gonna buy into it. Uh, like, you know, I, I do think that there's, if you like, do just text me before you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you know. I'll give you the heads up. Don't worry. Thank you. But yeah, like it's, it's, it definitely is interesting. It seems like it's gotten a, an insane amount of volume. Uh, like, especially for like a token that's this new. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to buy in or not, like I said, but it is interesting. The whole market reacting to the ETF is really bullish, but I saw an interesting tweet today that made me, uh, that made a lot of sense to me. They're like, you know, the market reacting this this happily for this move makes me feel like we haven't truly capitulated yet. I don't know how much I resonate with it, but it's an interesting take. And I don't know if I disagree with it either. So I am keeping that in mind. 
because I am also debating on like if we have another leg up, like you know maybe putting in some shorts. I don't think that's like the worst idea to be honest. Um, I think that there's like that opportunity for Bitcoin to go lower. I've been looking at a lot of charts, just that, like at least the guys in it that I, I talked to have been like sending and stuff. Some people are calling for Solana to like really, really range between like a pretty big range, honestly, of like where we're at right now to maybe go up to like mid twenties and as low as like mid teens. So I could see like that going around, but it really depends on where you're like putting signals, where you're put, like throwing your fibs, what kind of long lines you're drawing, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to, I want to make some plays here. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to be a little more risk on with this sort of thing. And like I said before, if we do see Solana break down to like that $17. Range. When you say risk on, is that just making trades or because risk on both. usually means going yeah, 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 It's both. So I want to, because I, so I've, I've finally got my portfolio in a place where like, I'm happy with it to like, I have my long-term bags, I have my NFT bags and I have my like shitcoin and, and like leverage trading bags. And so I want to play around with the like leverage stuff. And I want to play around with some shit coins. And I also want to like accumulate more soul. Like I'm really adamant on like buying more Solana and staking it. Like same with ETH. Uh, I want to buy more ETH. I ideally, obviously you want to get Bitcoin too. I think that you need to have Bitcoin exposure, but um, I don't know. I don't, I, I, I'm not really great at like trading yet. So that's going to take a little bit of time, but yeah, uh, I, I think that it's important to like diversify on that front. I, I should be buying NFTs, but I just don't, think i want to which is really bad to say but yeah i just i haven't looked at an nft and been like damn you know i i need that right now like i look at the nfts that i'm currently bag holding and i'm like you know i'm, I'm okay with this like this is not the best thing to enter a bull market with but i can live with it but then there's people like cyrus who are who are like making 40 eth in 48 hours like like it's crazy obviously he's trading with size size but like you know bro bought like eight board apes and resold them for a 40 ETH profit in two days like it's wild. Yeah, he sold one that basically covered the other yeah. seven. Yeah, like, and so there is that appetite. Like, that's the interest. I'll but I will also say the thing with Cyrus is he's taken the time to learn one collection better than any other thing that he does besides lending. Like, he knows apes and mutants better than anybody. Like, there's not a single person on the timeline or even who's actively trading those that is able to know the exact price that someone's willing to pay for some of these like he goes for the illiquid mid rares and is comfortable sitting on them longer than most right and he's because he's got that knowledge like he's he is the expert at it which goes such a long way and when you have that knowledge you're able to have that edge against other people and like i know a bunch of people who used to trade like you know mid rares back and forth especially when there was a lot more volume in the market but to be doing in these conditions you have to be a like on the cyrus level and be also prepared to go up against people who have that knowledge like cyrus and that that can go a really long way if you have that. I legitimately feel like though the only collection that has enough volume to do it, it like is the board if it may be mutants, right? So it's like you need to have a shitload of capital. I mean, you gotta think though, like you could I'm I'm absolutely positive you could probably trade Azuki the same way. I think I wanna say you could probably trade D gods right now the I same agree. way. Like basically the top ten for PFPs I think have some level of that, with the exception of Board Ape Kennel Club that's in there. Uh, captains, obviously, they're all the same. Pudgies, I think you can go the illiquid mid-rare route. Because they do, dude, like I look, just even at their chart over the last 30 days, there's a decent number of them that are over the floor price where people are paying for the rares. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, so there is, that's that's what's interesting to me is like, you know, even with the like doom and gloom, people are, someone on the other end is buying that. That's the thing. Whether it be for a flip, whether it be to hold forever, like someone is, is buying it at the, at the end of the day. Like someone is bidding right now. 
and so there is the interest there is the the people who want to like get into these collections and i think that 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 stands the test of time a lot also someone just asked me in the replies where do i stake my soul i'm staking on marinade right now um and i have a like majorities on marinade i have a small amount staked on blaze just because i want to get that airdrop in some capacity so uh, I like yeah that. so i we do also break oh yeah, yeah go go where's the music easy my bad my bad my bad we got the music my bad okay uh, okay oh god my headphone jack oh. can you hear yet we're down so bad okay. we're down. <laughs> Is this new? It's just the back half of it that we never actually get to. Oh, nice. U.S. Senator Warren Davidson is calling for Gary Gensler to be removed following the SEC losing their lawsuit against Grayscale. We continue to see the pushback against Grayscale time and time again. Time and time again. The ticker is Gensler, dude. Ticker is Gensler. Are you, are you once again shilling some hey. fucking garbage that's going to eventually rug and then continue to shill the fucking garbage, Alpha Saiyan? Yo, easy. It, it, it almost sounds like they had bets on Gary Gensler, kind of like we bet on your mm. basketball game. And and Gary Gensler missed, and now everybody's pissed that they lost mm. the money that they, that they put up betting that Gary Gensler would crush his opponent. No, yeah. So I, it's, I, think it's, I think it's very similar. I, think, I don't want to admit that you're right because I won. <laughs> you, you, that's what I thank meant. You, thank you. I meant. As long as we're on the same page here. Yes, yeah. yes. Exactly. Uh, they just didn't take the right line. Because I won, personally. Um, that's just how I look at this. That's how I navigate it. Oh, Bunny, your, hand, your hand's up. Yeah, no, you were saying that you could, like, I don't know if you could do it with, like, flip it like that with Azuki's, right? Like, they're doing, like, they have less daily volume than NFL. Really? I thought Azuki right had now, more so. than that, so I guess I am wrong there. I didn't look at their chart. On the 24 hours, on the 24 hour chart, they're the 24th NFT club. They've done, like, $88,000. Are you looking at OpenSea for that? I'm looking okay. at Crypto okay. Their numbers are always like airtight. Yeah, they've never missed. They the, never missed. The, the never most missed. accurate they've numbers. Never ever. missed. Oh, Jesus Christ! All right, Frisk, you got something for us? I, I really cut you off for breaking news. No, no, no. It's that's 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 to me. It's everything. I just wanted to know if anyone else was buying uh, Grayscale, BlackRock, Vanguard, SEC, Gensler, Klaus Schwab, Clinton, Winklevoss, Watcher, Guru. It's so long. He doesn't even finish the ticker. It is ETF. I'm not buying this thing. But wait, when did that go live? Funny. That's great. Uh, what's already down? Uh, like, that sounds, yeah, sounds good. Like a good. That's a good ticker. That's a good ticker. Wow. Okay. Well, we got to get right into that's, it, though. We yeah, had beat. That, yeah. We got the beat breakdown. Beat, lay it on us. All right, yeah, let's let's get into it. All right, Tuesday, August 29th, top search term for NFT, Chase the Bear. No idea what that means, but Chase the Bear is the search term. Top search term for crypto is still Ben Armstrong. We have the Crypto Green and Fear Index. All right, listen, updates come in right at 8 p.m. tonight. So we know the Crypto Green and Fear Index. It has been 39 the last two days. Um, on June 15th is when Grayscale announced that they were going to apply for their ETF. The 16th, um, Crypto Greed and Fear Index bumped up six points and then eventually four more points after that when like news kind of settled in. 
If we're at 39 now, I want you guys to think about what the crypto greed and fear index will be for tomorrow's report. And next up, NFT sentiment, right? We're down at like 12. Do we think that NFT sentiment will go up tomorrow if crypto prices go up? My thought is NFT sentiment will stay the same. Crypto sentiment is going to go up. NFT sentiment is going to be a lagging indicator. But if people start to make money, NFT sentiment will begin to pump. And this is, I, dude, this is my favorite story of all time. On this day in tech history, 1831, Michael Faraday discovered electromagnetic induction. If you don't know, electromagnetic induction is how, it's fucking how electric motors and electric generators work. And it's also how alien spaceships move without a fucking heat signature. These principles also spawned the Faraday case, which blocks electric fields. Holy shit, we are on the cusp of magic. And in a plot twist, OpenSea has introduced some groundbreaking updates. They're now offering creator open source token standards. What the fuck does that mean? It means think redeem over burn. It's really cool, the metrics that they're coming out. So they actually have a free mint called Bernie. And it's kind of showcasing this new innovation. Overall, I like it. Um, there's awesome stuff happening on Solana. Yeah, check my Substack. There's a bunch of awesome dApps I listed. I don't want to run through them here. Yeah, and that's what we got on this Taco Tuesday. Fucking the bull market is coming. Easy sending it back to you. Absolutely electric, Pete. And shout out Chase the Bear. The dog's got a space tomorrow at 4 p.m. We're going to see who managed to chase the Yeah, Pete, tell me you don't own a Bodago without owning a Bodago. It's PFP, Chief. Yeah, but he doesn't keep up with the news. He is the news. He's our on-ground anchor. Yeah, and, and, and Tig, listen, like, I just threw a Bodago's plug in there without uh-huh. anybody knowing it was a plug. And you, you plug it. Okay, all right. Back to you, Easy. <laughs> Right back in the studio. Thank you, B. We appreciate it. And B, you got something for us. Yeah, I got a question. You you guys go to a lot of NFT events, right? Over the past few years? No. No? I've never been to one. Three. I think I've been to no, like three. That's a lot. That's a good okay. amount. Has anyone ever given you a sticker? Yeah, a lot. Has that sticker... Too. Wait, the question's not done. Has that show? sticker ever been glow in the dark or scratch and sniff that's a show no i've never had a glow in the ah, did i have a, no i don't think i've ever had a glow in the dark or a scratch and sniff. why is bunny feeding into it see i, I find that astounding I, I really do that that people are, are willing to cheap out on the quality of their stickers and like you know it's a lot of work when you get a sticker you got to keep it like straight and put it in your wallet and like bring it home and make sure you don't but lose it. What does it. your PFP smell like? Like what scent would yours be? I just find it like nauseating that there hasn't been any scratch and sniff stickers or prints or like or even glow in the dark. Like like I think that's why NFTs never picked up. And that might be like a, a far kind of stretch, but like I don't know. Should mine smell like straw? I feel like I could go strawberry, right? I got the red fur. And the no, yours, yours will sound like a pissed bed mattress. No, that's not a sound. It's a. It's yeah, a it's, not, it's not a, a listen sticker. If we get a Discord mod scratch and sniff sticker, I feel like that's fitting. It would be absolutely like engaging and like people would want the sticker, you know? NB. Yeah. What? I, I thought I was on something hypothesis. with that. Chill. 
I mean, I'm not. I don't think you're onto it. We had breaking news today across you really the board. Thought it was a shell. Yeah, dude. What are the scratch and sniff stickers you got? I'm not selling them. I got a display sponsor today, though. What's uh, Jesus Christ, Alpha Sam? What do you got for us? Damn, I had to. I had to like interrupt because MV was taking us off a fucking cliff with stickers, dude. Um, but dude, uh, the ETF news and uh, this grayscale uh, approval is like short-term bullish. Like the deadline for uh, the first uh, um, uh, ETF approval for BlackRock is this Friday, September second. So like, and there's one more in between um, that approval. So like, I am like bullish until Friday. So like, they're going to approve them all at the same time, dude. I'm not. I think I don't know. Maybe they basically have to. Maybe like no. They like I'm telling you, they basically have to because if they don't, you have to give diversification of options in traditional markets, or else you're going to face losses. I think they care about diversification. They've lost lawsuits before because of it. Yes, but like, they control markets, so like I don't think we're ready for this approval just yet. Like, um, so like if you look at Bla- uh, BlackRock, they're like also owning shares of the four top mining uh, uh, Bitcoin mining companies, right? So if they do approve this, like BlackRock is going to be a, a big time majority owner of uh, Bitcoin. Um, so like I, I wonder if they'd let that happen um so quickly um yeah i don't know it's i think i just don't see how they don't is my thing here and like i guess alpha saying with that too price action wise how are you feeling about the markets here like basically everything giga sent right up the news all coins have kind of lagged now you still got a nice uptrend on some of the majors i mean bitcoin's only up a percent now was up five right that's uh, yeah my my concern is like we're looking at something here where this may be a sell the news event. If there's any delay in the BlackRock news, then I think we're going to see some negative price action across the board when it comes to the majors. Calling, even we're at 2540, I was calling 30K Bitcoin at the end of the month because um, uh, we've, we've been up for like the last eight months, just up. Like we went up to 31K, 32K from like 15K in November. So for the last eight months, we've just been pumping. So like this retracement down to like 20, it was 2460 that it touched down. Um, that that was very good for Bitcoin that we kind of held at that support level. So I think at the end of the month, we close out pretty strong. Um, in a few days, I think we m- might touch 30 or like around that 29K range. But I think in the middle of September, dude, I think we're going to like go and test that 2460 area again. Uh, and then back at the end of the month of September, back to the same range that we are now. And then October, we're so fucking bullish. I, I'm telling you, everybody, pack the motherfucking bags and, and get your fucking... Why October? We're going to be very, like, election. Everyone's going to be, like, debating about Bitcoin. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be very exciting. So, like, uh, the winter's coming, so pack your fucking bags. Winter's for vacations, that's what I say. And then January, just get the fuck out of the market because blood is coming. You, so, all right, I want to just break this down a little more. So you think come January, we go down again? Yeah, we probably go, yeah, we definitely go down again. Um, Why? Getting getting ready for the happening. Uh, people sold off on, on December vacation, winter vacation, fall vacation, sorry. Um, yeah. 
Um, it, it reminds me exactly like 2021. Um, yeah, just mm. like the first catalyst in 2021 around this time, we, we dropped down, right? And this is why it's a good time to accumulate Pepe, right? Coinbase is no, accumulating. No, no, no. This, this is a good time no, to accumulate. No. This is Shiba. Shiba. Uh, well, Pepe basically this. rugged. It's okay, dude. It's okay. Shit rugs all the time. Like, I don't want to say Can't rug a like, meme. Dude, you can't. It's unruggable. Community comes in, dude. Community steps in. Yeah, so, community, like, utility, tax. Dude, all of it. it dude, so Shiba got listed like late September into Coinbase. And I and I believe it's just this dip is what's going to make Coinbase buy fucking Pepe. So if we get some Coinbase news on Pepe, Early October. Bunny, are you buying early. Pepe? Oh, which one? Yes. Yeah. You are. Okay, so you're a buyer of Pepe. You know what? Dude, Maybe. I'm dropping too much alpha right now. <laughs> you are alpha saying. <laughs> November should be fun, dude. Uh, stay off a robot, though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got to stay off a robot. That's a fucking given, dude. We've Unless seen a- you win. Is that really how you think here? Bunny, when's the last time you used Rollbit? I've never used it. I didn't even take the free thousand, but they wanted me to like send them my ape and they're gonna give me a thousand dollars to gamble or something like that. Dude, Franklin did it like hundred and fifty times. He he made out on it, but yeah, no, nah, not not for me. With my luck, they would have got exploited the next fucking day, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean some I don't people a hundred dollars into ten thousand dollars in like <laughs> one minute. Oh my god, dude, it's so tempting. I don't know, man. I'm more concerned about this grayscale news. This is huge. The precedent's been set across the board as far as what they've stated on it. And I think the the judge on the case was the more interesting part of it. I think the comments that they made around the fact that the defenders of the grayscale case, which was the SEC, were not able to actually separate any major difference between traditional ETFs and what they can provide. The Bitcoin futures ETF, which was approved, and what they're doing with the spot ETF. So seems like there's certainly a lot of opportunity here for more growth, more change, more movements. And that's kind of where my head's at. I'm like, all right, this feels like a decent time for some continued upward price action. The tough part though is like in this market, volume's still real low. Like even today you look and now you have Frisk saying he wants to go risk on. So like I'm a little worried about that personally. Uh, I don't know if I want to want to go long here with Frisk Sorry. being risk on. Uh, it's all right. We'll bounce back. We'll bounce back. For uh, the record, we, risk on also means short too. Guys, said I just heard you guys no, said not. we should be buying Pepe. Like, who who said that? Yeah, yeah, that was Alpha saying. Alpha, should we be buying yeah. Pepe right now? You think it's coming back? Don't do this. I always say if you read the bio, it says D Y O R. Yeah, that'll really that'll really protect you. We do have Trevor up here though. It's rare that we get Trevor up here. Trevor, I'm curious your thoughts as the Bitcoin in-house resident expert. What are your thoughts on this grayscale case? What are your thoughts on an impending Bitcoin ETF? I mean, I think it's I think it's big, but I think it's still a long ways away. I mean, I think this is just like one step in the road. I think there's a lot of other steps in the way, but I mean, I felt like and I felt like not just for myself, but on behalf of the space, like seen for the first time here, because we have a very weird relationship with the SEC, I guess, in this space, just like knowing, like we know the SEC is a rug. We know that they're full of shit and that they're just a, uh, 
you know, like a, a bully pulpit for the, the executive branch to uh, put capital controls uh, over the country. And it was like reading the, the, the ruling today, uh, there were several words that made me feel seen. There was the word, uh, the, the ruling, there was a, the word capricious, which has been going around Twitter a lot. Arbit- What's that even mean? It, it means, uh, you know, like you just change your mind and you, you just go how you feel, like carefree. Um, Mm. arbitrary, inconsistent, unpredictable, unexplainable, incoherent, and unlawful. All these words were in the same paragraph (laughs) in the ruling, which to me, I just felt Mm. like, I felt like, like God is like, is like the mainstream catching on? Like, is the judicial branch catching on to this? Like, are they starting to see the the circus that the SEC is running the way that we see it? And it just kind of made me realize how we see things so differently because it's like, just like the, the, the feeling of shock and, and surprise I had in those statements uh, was, yeah, a weird mix of emotions. So I think, th- I think that's a, a, a pretty good sign. Like, um, I don't know what the future of the SEC is going to be. I'm sure Gensler's going to be out within a year, um, if not earlier. I hope, um, you know, we we're talking to Mike Alfred on the, the Bitcoin show today with PO, and he was saying that hopefully this will give some – uh, legislators who already don't like the SEC some ammo um, because the, mm. the SEC is just like it, like the judge figured out and like the judge pointed out in his ruling, arbitrary, capricious, inconsistent, unpredictable, unexplainable, incoherent, and unlawful. Let's go. Yeah, quite, quite some verbiage used for sure. And uh, I think the bigger piece of that comes from the fact that they already have a Bitcoin futures ETF, which plays into this, and it's caused this, this kind of run. But then I guess Trevor... I'm not sure how much of the macro you really dive into and what your thoughts are with it. So I guess I am curious here. How do you feel about the current price action? Do you think that this is going to be sustained or do you think we're going to see kind of a sell the news event until we get some level of ETF? You mentioned as well, from the ETF perspective, you think it's some ways off. Why is that? I mean, I think there's just, I mean, like uh, Gensler has been talking, like the SEC is still making moves to see whatever they can do to, to put... Um, you know, to, to delay this. Right. And, and, you know, it's going to be like the capital doesn't just come in, you know, overnight, like the capital's not coming in yet. Right. We're seeing this price action. It's good news. Um, whether we'll see some more price action throughout the week. I mean, I think we took a pretty painful, um, dip on like the, the, uh, the news about SpaceX, which actually was not, you know, even had nothing to do with like what was happening at the time. Um, maybe that was also due to some of the um, that uh, Chinese uh, uh, real estate company or uh, uh, finance company uh, going bankrupt as well. Um, but you know the recent dip that we had, you know, I could see I could see us just you know recovering back to 30k. But I think pushing past 30k is going to be pretty hard until like something like actually comes to fruition here with this. Um, and so you know I've I've um, seen some people tweeting about how. Uh, the, the grayscale is still, uh, you know, uh, trading like uh, under what people would expect based on this news. Um, but I think that the one of the fundamental barriers is just like the overall like overregulation and adversarial regulation that we have in the United States. I mean, um, you could just imagine a completely different scenario if like the U.S. had an innovation-forward approach to this industry. I mean, we would be we'd, it'd be night and day difference in terms of uh, how many people would be onboarded, how much capital would have would have moved into the space. I mean, the U.S. I think is the biggest unlock for the the, the space at large because the 
vast majority of the world's wealth is, you know, tied to the U.S. That's why the dollar has been um, so dominant for so long and, and still so dominant. An interesting thing that Mike Alfred said this morning too, as well, was that that even though we're in like a recession and even though um, you know all these all these bad things are happening in the macro environment, still like the money supply is very very high at a historic high level. So, so people still have a lot of liquidity out there, um, and I think the you know, until the uh, interest rates come down, just like the crypto as an asset class is not really that attractive because there's still the the use cases in terms of like real pure DeFi, like what, what we see people doing on Ethereum. The new trend is like you can you can get treasury bills on chain, right? Like that's like this is like where there's becoming like a more uh, a lot of people are working on like the offline to online connection for DeFi on Ethereum, and I think that's a space that has real merit because it's, it's like actual real yield. I mean, what we lived through in the last two years in this, this space was all fake yield. You know, it was like yield that was not, that was not tied to any real, you know, GDP or, or anything. But now we're starting to see a lot of entrepreneurs and smart people building uh, things where DeFi um, is actually connected to, you know, real investment in the real world, which I think is exciting. And I still think that's like, you know, early next year. And I think this, this ETF is, you know, early next year at the earliest uh, before capital comes in. But the, the the good news is like these ETFs can bring can have massive effects on price. Um, and so, you know, looking towards the halving in, in April, um, I think some good things are going to happen. No, I think you're spot on. Don't think I could have said it any better myself. I think that there's just a lot of key things. You mentioned subtly in there, the, the SpaceX situation. The other thing that's just went down was Elon Musk and Twitter have been awarded money transmitter licenses to allow for the transfer and holding of Bitcoin through the X company. So I'm very curious to see if we get some level of crypto integration now within X, whether that is only Bitcoin to start. Many people are speculating that means Dogecoin will have some capacity in it. Sadly, I'm, I'm over Doge, but it's, that's, that's the coin everyone knows who's outside the space. There's still a lot of key things that are going on that I'm sitting here and I'm like, we get so much bullish news, but the price action just still feels so mute in comparison. Even today, the volume was nice, but it wasn't like bull market volume, which I don't know if, if that's because there's still a lot of money on the sidelines. I'm not sure if that's because there's still a lot of people who are risk off. And I guess that's kind of the last question. I'm curious your take on it because I know Bunny doesn't have a take. Do you think that there's a lot of money sidelined or do you think people are just not risk on at all for an extended period of time here? I mean, there's no benefit to being risk on if you're a rational person. I mean, with interest rates so high, right? So, um, I mean, if you're a gambler, which, you know, I like to dabble in and have fun as well, then sure. I mean, but that's like a small percentage of, of you know, like every gambler also has a rational side to them. And, and so, you know, I think, um, yeah, like the there's not real incentive to go risk on with just the, the, inter, the interest rates the way they are. I mean to get like 5%, you know, like risk-free is like pretty good, you know, like, um, so I think, I think it'll be hard. Um, uh, but you know, there's, there's nothing stopping like rotations, right. And there's nothing like for good projects, for good opportunities, uh, there's always liquidity out there. So, you know, if you're a savvy trader in the space, I mean, there's just less competition now. Um, and, uh, like I said, there's always liquidity for, for good projects. It's not clear, uh, you know, what makes a good project other than, you know, the, the attention meta, it seems like that's the only meta that won't go away. But it's like, the question is like, what is, what is this technology, the PFP is for beyond that, beyond a, 
a, Veb, a Veblen good or a, you know, historical collector's item. And I mean, some collectors even like laugh at the idea that like CryptoPunks are historic collectibles. I mean, they were created in 2018. I mean, you know, it's historic with the perspective of like, we can see how far into the future this space is going to survive. And we're, we're, we're baking into that historical judgment, like a lot of assumptions about the future. Um, Cause like, I don't think there's a collectible created like, you know, even after 2010 or, you know, like what is a historical collectible? It's probably something, you know, from 50 years ago, less, let alone five years ago, you know? No, and I think it's spot on, but I also like, I do have to say, I don't think punks are going anywhere. I think they've kind of solidified themselves in regards to that. But no, for, dude, it reminds me of like right after a good sports game. And they're like, that's an instant classic when literally the only like prerequisite inherently is like, the test of time though right like that's like to call something historical the only way something becomes historical is by like passing the test of time and it's literally been only a few years so bunny do you think punks are going to withstand the test of time i do i mean what does that mean for the price action though you know like for sure i don't know if that necessarily means that they'll see all-time highs but for sure sure. i think i think ape fest could be a could be a something to look forward to bunny are you gonna go to hong kong I mean, no, that's the bit. It's no, I'm not. I'm not going high. I have two kids, Trevor. Bring it with you. Yeah, bring it yeah. with you, man. That uh, it's like an 18 hour flight. You know, that won't be that that hard for you. We took we took them the NFTLA last year, and that was an absolute nightmare. Right, so I couldn't imagine taking them both to Hong Kong. It's only 12 more hours on a plane. I mean, I've 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 flown those long flights in coach. There's always some screaming kids, so you know. It's it's not that that not that different. I wish you luck with whatever your decision is there, Bunny. Uh, hopefully, you make it to Hong Kong. You know, I think think it fit in nicely. But that's gonna do it for today's episode. We're back in at eight a.m. Eastern time. Have a beautiful day. Shout out to speakers. Shout out to listeners. Great conversation. Grayscale beat the SEC. Now we just wait for the ETFs, and only time will tell. Have a beautiful day. Make some cash, and we will catch you first thing in the morning. <laughs>